Support comes from Red Stag Supper Club, featuring weekly live music and a late-night happy hour, serving brunch, lunch, dinner, and late night seven days a week. Focusing on locally farmed ingredients. RedStagSupperClub.com. From Minnesota Public Radio, this is Grammar Grader. It's the podcast about words, grammar, and usage for the information age. This week's episode, Homespun Language. Today, producer Brett Baldwin and I are back at the Minnesota State Fair for our second of two episodes that we're recording live here. And today we're talking to Judy Payne of St. Paul, Minnesota. Now, Judy, welcome to Grammar Grader. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. We're out here with Weaver's Guild of Minnesota. Uh, We're out here all 12 days of fair. And we are today demonstrating on the stage drop spindle spinning and in the creative activities building we're doing weaving and spinning and you yourself are a weaver and spinner correct i am a weaver and a spinner i do a lot of other crafts too i was at one time a museum director so i learned all of these nifty 19th century crafts and never quite left anything behind me. You and I met last year and we started talking about weaving and spinning, but it turns out that there's actually a lot of words and phrases that we get from that craft. There are a lot of words and phrases that we don't even realize from that craft. Um, One of the, the most notable ones and probably the one heard most frequently is spinster. And a spinster uh, in 18th and 19th century America and in Europe was an unmarried woman. Because she was unmarried and she did not have household chores to do, children to raise, they put her to work spinning. Hence the term today for an unmarried woman as a spinster. And we often think of them as old as beyond marriageable age, but that was not true way back when. Was it possible that way back when a spinster would eventually marry? A spinster back then may well have been only 13 or 14 years of age, uh, very young. This was sort of an in-between craft that she learned. It also was a way of indicating that um, she would be a good wife because it showed her industry, it showed her ability to produce a product, And many times when she became engaged, her fiancé may well have made her a spinning wheel uh, as a a gift. Uh, And this would indicate, again, that she was a good good woman, a good housekeeper, industrious. So back then, having the title of a spinster was probably a, a good thing, a feather in your cap. Yes. Tell me about the expression dyed in the wool. Dyed in the wool in the spinning industry is when you dye your wool before it's spun. So therefore it is very stable. The color will remain. It doesn't tend to fade. And so uh, if you're dyed in the wool, you're set in your ways and you're, you're not budging much. Um, we also have the term heckle. Now, a heckle is from the, the flax spinning or the linen industry. A heckle was originally a way of pulling the seeds off of the flax fiber before it went through the rest of the process. So therefore, if we heckle someone, we're pulling them, we're teasing, we're pulling at them. And we think of it as making fun now, but it's, it could also be just trying to pull information out of someone, trying to do something with someone. So if someone heckles a stand-up comedian, they're maybe trying to pull them off their act a little yeah, bit? or pull more out of them kind of thing. 
When we met before, you mentioned that the word Luddite also comes from spinning. Uh, a Luddite originally was uh, a worker in the textile industry who objected to uh, mechanization of the weaving and spinning process because it sped up the process, it took less people to produce the product, therefore they were losing jobs. So a Luddite is someone who will be, do it my way, don't change it, just do it my way and we're fine. Another one you mentioned was the expression on tenterhooks. On tenterhooks comes from the weaving industry. The, these were hooks on which yarn or textiles were hung to dry once they were produced and finished. Uh, when you spin wool and make a yarn or you weave a fabric, you have to do what's called finishing, and that means it's washed. Uh, with yarn, it's washed and it's hung, and you want to do that so that it doesn't shrink after you've made something. So you hang it up so it's literally suspended. So when we're on tenter hooks, we're in, in sus suspension. We're in suspension. We're out there flapping in the breeze, sort of, just going, okay, what's happening? Where am I at? That kind of thing. Now tell me about the song Pop Goes the Weasel. A weasel is a piece of equipment that looks like a reel. And it's your way of winding your yarn into a skein. When you would hit 40 yards, the weasel would pop, and it would tell you that you were at 40 yards. And so you went round and round, and it was your way of measuring something. Now, Pop Goes the Weasel is simply a, a fairy tale song that we sing, that we, we think of, uh, but it actually had something that was, it was something useful. How about um, spinning a yarn? You're spinning wool to make a yarn so as you if you're spinning a yarn you're telling a story every yarn that you make tells its own story because of the wool that you're using because of the way you're spinning it so if you're spinning a yarn you're telling a story and maybe you're making maybe you're making it up maybe it's true who knows maybe it's myth but it's spinning a yarn Judy, thanks so much for joining us today. We learned so much. Great. It was good to be here, and thank you. And if people want more information on this kind of thing, they can come down to the Weavers Guild of Minnesota in Minneapolis, or they can uh, look, go on our website and find information on there as well. Thanks again. Thank you. This has been Grammar Grader from Minnesota Public Radio. Special thanks to Judy Payne for joining us today. And thanks to everyone here at the Great Minnesota State Fair. For producer Brett Baldwin, I'm Luke Taylor. Thanks for listening. And if you'd like more information on the Weavers Guild of Minnesota, plus if you'd like to look at previous episodes of Grammar Grader, visit us at mpr.org slash gg. It's a shame the way you hurt